0: Hello and welcome to Demographics and More, Making Sense of the Numbers. It's episode 40 of the American Coinout podcast. I'm your host, Bruce Beggs. Marion webster defines demographics as the statistical characteristics of human populations, such as age or income, used especially to identify markets. Joining me today to discuss why this data can be so vital to laundromat investors and owners is Eric Myers, who was recently tapped to be general manager of the North America Laundromat on-premises laundry segment for Alliance Laundry Systems. He owns Stay-and-Play Deluxe Laundromats in Massachusetts, and most recently was sales consultant for distributor Yankee Equipment Systems. He served 26 years in the U.S. Air Force and National Guard, piloting a variety of aircraft, including the A-10 Thunderbolt. Hi, Eric. Thank you for being my guest on the American coin Podcast. My pleasure. You heard me offer that definition of demographics. Would you say it was accurate related to the terms usage in self-service laundry development circles?
1: Yes, it is. It's a, it, but that definition is a, a macro definition of demographics. Um, when we start getting into more industry-specific or industry-centric uh, demographic analyses, we start looking at snapshots of cross-sections of a particular town, city, region within a state um, more specifically. So we, we, we look, we dive into the weeds a little deeper uh, than the big picture macro. We get more into the micro of a certain market to really figure out if things uh, are in alignment for a particular type of investment.
0: What are some key demographics that a prospective laundry owner should learn and consider before making important decisions related to their business?
1: If you're in a urban environment or a city um, with a heavy population, Typically, we target, we like to see high rental populations within a certain radius from a target location. Ideally, if your client or your investor already has some locations in mind, we like to run those demographic analyses on that location first. Like I said, in an urban population, we go within a half mile radius, a one mile and a three mile. And then uh, depending on how favorable those, those numbers are, more specifically, those numbers we, like I said rental population and then we look down I look at a breakdown of the rental population what certain ethnic origins and groups um, that that's comprised of we also look at the ratios of these certain groups if you see a, a, a ratio a number that's fairly high means that there's larger families in the, in that certain area which means there's more more of a need for laundry for that family so, we look at a bunch of those things um, from a big picture. And then when we really kind of get an idea, the location will really start to dissect them more. And uh, and then from there, once we get a general lay of the land on that, then we start running some of our industry uh, formulas that, that we utilize with the demographics to kind of get an idea of what we think the location could produce in the way of cash flow.
0: I see. Okay. So you, you're you looking at this or you're, you could look at this, "Quote unquote big picture," but then you could even drill down to even the smallest minutia. Uh, and minutia maybe is not the best term, but I mean the smallest detail to get a sense of what a location may or may not be able to produce. If you determined if you decided to put a laundry there,
1: yeah, exactly. I mean, the upfront investment for a coin van laundries is is not cheap. It's uh, it is a, a significant investment uh, cash wise for initial cash outlay. But the returns are very high. That's why they seem to be attracting more and more um, sophisticated investors, SEC accredited investors, um, rather than your traditional first, second generation Generation was more mom and pop, you know, living in the town, want to provide a service to their their local community and that sort of thing. It's kind of starting to migrate to a more bigger investment.
0: In what ways can demographics data influence laundry ownership choices? Um, such as equipment or service offerings?
1: The demographics pretty much they paint the picture for what you think you can expect for um, a bit of a cash flow uh, and the amount of money that that location will generate. The equipment mix comes into play after you've looked at the location and after you are convinced that the location can satisfy the equipment because – Commercial grade equipment is not your typical home style top loader or front loader where you just plug it in, hook up a couple water things, turn it on and call it a day. They have, you know, very unique utility specifications. They usually require between 200 to 240 amp single or three phase versus residential is always 120. They require more electricity. A building typically a normal commercial building has utilizes about A 200 amp service, which is typical for a commercial 2,000 square foot space laundromats, 400 amp service minimum versus your typical 200 amp service.
0: That's a big difference. So, you you
1: know, so there's upgrades there to the facility if they don't have it. And then the floor, you need this concrete slab on grade. If The building has a basement. We can still put a laundromat in there, but it's a different type of equipment. So... At that point, once the demographics are good, we go in there and we do a, a site survey to really look over the building and see what we need to do or what the building can accommodate. Then we we footprint it out um, and we map it out and then get an idea of what kind of equipment we can fit in there and, and how it can make sense as a laundromat. And then that drives the equipment mix. And the equipment mix in the industry is bigger is better. Um, the days of the small machine, the top loaders, you know those old school mom and pops that just had twenty top loaders in the building and a bunch of small dryers are, have been long gone. People have definitely learned the value of their time relative to money, hence the bigger machines. Right. The 80-pounders, they, 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 These customers that are, have been exposed to this larger equipment have figured out the virtues of high-capacity equipment and that they can do so much laundry in such a short period of time and save money. Because as things price out on laundry, the bigger the equipment, the more the better discount they get. So in essence, they're saving, they're getting more bang for their buck. They're also getting their stuff done in a shorter period of time. So it's a win-win for everybody.
0: So how can a laundry investor or a store owner locate the kinds of demographics data that can aid in their operation success? I've often heard that distributors are an excellent source of that information. Can you talk about that?
1: Yeah, they are. They're a phenomenal source. Um, They're worth their weight in gold, in my opinion. They're the experts in that market, in that region, and they can help out the prospective investor. They can assist with demographic analysis. They have the resources to provide that. All they need is the address and the location. They can help you evaluate the demographic analysis, and then they can help you once that's done with you know site surveys, assessments of the, the real estate, whether it's a good idea, bad idea, etc. And then from there, start educating them on equipment mix and sizing, and take them. Basically, a really solid distributor can take you from you know round zero, knowing nothing, right. to the finish line with a full. You know, full Co certificate of occupancy up and running, and assist with you know operations down the road with problems that they'll face and how to handle them.
0: Speaking of data, I've found that turns per day is a metric that's often mentioned in conversations about laundromat performance. What exactly is turns per day?
1: It's basically uh, a tool that we use to quantify um, cash flows on laundromat facilities based on an equipment. Mix. So one of the things we'll do as part as part of the evaluation process on whether a location is good or not is we will run a pro forma on that location. The pro forma is based on the equipment mix that we recommended um, and that the investors satisfied with or very happy with the particular mix. Then we put it in a you know an Excel spreadsheet pro forma mm-hmm. with certain formulas that are inherent to the industry that we've known over many years, what the ratios are for utility costs, what the, what the rent should be. For a certain size locations in certain markets, and we run that that information and perform it. And then when it comes to cash flow, we have equipment sizing, and then we have bin prices for that market. Then we take that number times the number of turns per day. Turns per day is what the basic assumption is for we usually do two, three, four, five, and six on the spreadsheet. To give you an idea of what turns per day means relative to revenue, a two-turn store is considered a fairly slow store. Meaning every machine in there, we run them all year long during its peaks and valleys of operation. And right. we added them all up and divided them by 365 days. You're, every one of those washers in there averaged out operating at least twice a day. That's what that, that means. That's the definition of turns per day. When I say three turns per day, that's, that is a uh, average store. According, I believe, to the Coin Laundromat Association, if I do recall correctly, four turns a day was the national average. I always aimed towards three turns. I like to be conservative. My philosophy was under-promise, over-deliver, <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> of course, for obvious of course. reasons. If you're cash flowing positively nicely at three turns in that market and the equipment mix is spot on and you're looking at your local competitors, then you're set up for success. Um, and then you four turns, like I said, is average, but I think that's, a, that's a solid store is four turns per day. Five turns is like getting into that like inner city, busy, busy, you know, right. all the time Five to six turns you're wishing you could have a bigger building and more equipment.
0: How can knowing and understanding what's behind the turns per day metric be valuable to laundromat owners? What does it tell them?
1: It's a way for people to realize the income potential of a location relative to those turns per day that I compartmentalize with, you know, you know, weak light, you know, average, above average, and phenomenal. It definitely paints a picture. In the banks, anyone who finances these particular investments, there are certain organizations that are experts in laundromat finance, and they know exactly what two, three, four, five, and six turns means. They're going to look at the demographics. They're going to look at the pro forma. They're going to do everything that we do with the client and make sure they agree.
0: Are there other metrics or key statistics that can benefit a laundromat investor or a store owner? You know, if so, what are they and what role might they play in molding their laundry operation?
1: You know, you can get caught in the weeds on all the pro forma on the demographic analysis, but at the end of the day, you need to get in your car and you need to drive around your market or potential market and actually see who's doing what. If they're all doing very well, and they're well ran, if they're all horrible locations, if they're just, you know, what people think typically when they hear laundromat a dirty, nasty, horrible place, it's just, you know, disgusting and dirty. Um, you go to a market where you have four or five stores in a particular area that are operated like that, that is an opportunity. That's a huge opportunity for the person to develop a store in a location that is doing everything opposite of what the current people are doing. So the best advice I can give people is go out there and bird dog, find out what the local competitors or potential competitors are doing. If they're all well-ran in that market that you're looking very clean, well-maintained, proper equipment, proper sizing, nice lighting, everything's, it's obvious when you go into a well-ran operation, move on, go to another market, find another location. It's hard enough to start a new business when there's no competition, then God forbid, a ton of competition.
0: Anything else to add about demographics or the metrics that we've discussed today, Eric?
1: Yeah, I, I would say never get focused on any one thing. You have to look at the big picture. Demographics is just one part of the total equation for success. If everyone does their homework, the equipment sized right, you make sure you're doing everything different than your competitor and, you know, whatever your competitor is doing, you're doing something better or unique or different that they can't do or are not willing to do, you'll do very well.
0: Eric Myers is the new general manager of the North America laundromat on-premises laundry segment for Alliance Laundry Systems. Thank you, Eric, for being my guest today on the American Coin CoinOp podcast.
1: My pleasure. Thank you for having me.
0: The American Coin CoinOp podcast is a production of American Trade Magazine's LLC in Chicago. Music is written by Nazar Ryback and provided by Hook Sounds. Our podcasts are available free at our website, AmericanCoinOp.com, and you can consult The Wire, our weekly e-newsletter, to learn about future episodes. Also, be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter to stay informed about the podcasts, along with news and information from around the industry. For the American Coin-Op podcast, this is Bruce Beggs saying your cycle is up.